<laughs> yo, yo, yo. Alright, so just had a dream where I saw a cow swimming in the ocean. I was like swimming to like my pirate ship or something. And there were just a couple giant cows, but they were floating like ducks. I think. <laughs> They were like on top of the water. And then I just, so then I YouTube, I I Google cows in the ocean. And then manatee, the first thing that comes up. And, but then cows swimming in the ocean. I watched a YouTube video with 2,000 views. And, um. Yeah, it looked like a cow was, I mean, I guess, I mean, it was kind of alarming. It was just his head poking out, but I like picturing them like ducks, like floating on top of the water, (laughs) just a giant cow, this guy's legs all like bent up. Um, Are cows at sea the future of farming? Climate crisis. The Guardian. And then... A ship carrying thousands of sheep and cattle held at sea. uh, Stranded. Australian sheep and cows. Wait, what's Cyrenia? Oh, okay. Cyrenia. Basically, um, manatees, it looks like. Yeah, okay. They just call them sea cows. But, okay. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm. gargling dude I find myself like catching up with sleep on the weekends Thursday and Friday nights and probably tonight too some good sleep last night I say I think both nights I fell asleep before 10 which is solid get that before midnight sleep and oh dude also a blessing in disguise so my twitter account just randomly got like locked yesterday afternoon i just sent out a tweet and then they're like there's been suspicious activity on your account it is now locked unless you'd like to do this weird computer test like it, they called it like the arc rose challenge so I just exited out. I was like, that sounds like sketchy. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's weird. I'm not going to do any type of challenge to prove that I am Arnie Pod on Twitter. Because I am. So then I was like, whatever. So I just can't go on Twitter anymore. 
Well, I mean, I can. I can just Google Bill Simmons' Twitter or WCU Cougars men's basketball Twitter. And then I can just look at it. But that's fine. Dude, because then I'm realizing, because that happened at like 2 o'clock yesterday. And then I barely went on my phone the rest of the day. And I had been going on my phone more than I like. So I made the connection that Twitter, I was constantly checking. I must have been spending over an hour per day on Twitter. And it was also like driving me to my phone. Like I would check Twitter and then do other stuff on the phone too. Because it has, like, lots of updates. Like I was saying, I was getting new followers. I had just gone viral with a couple Jason Kelsey tweets. Oh, yeah. And I did the Jason Kelsey podcast episode of Arnie Pod. I did it, like, four days before he went viral. You know? So... If you think that's pretty cool, if you think sports intuition is cool, being able to call stuff like that, (laughs) I thought it was pretty like, dude, he went incredibly viral, Jason Kelsey. Like he's, I can't think of someone from the past couple years in sports who has gone that viral. So, um... What's my point? <laughs> point is, Arnie Pod, what's Arnie Pod going to call next? I mean, I've already been, I'm heavy on the Chiefs, like I've been saying. Got the Chiefs winning it all. Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl MVP. I'll probably do an episode about Andy Reid this next week, leading up to the Super Bowl. And I've already done Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes episodes in the past couple weeks. Lots of really fresh, very timely Arnie Pod content lately. Like, I'm like tapped into the, uh, at least to the sports world right now. So. But yeah, let me write. <laughs> let me write down. I start with cows in the ocean, which does sound like a good indie rock garage band kind of name, for sure. I saw them play at a festival in Dublin. Hmm. <laughs> That's a failed gargle. Um, watched more of the traders with my mom yesterday. Really fun. Real fun show. We watched the sixth episode of season two, and then we watched a few episodes of season one. So hopefully, watch a couple more of those today.
Watch the Cougs play the Huskies in Seattle at 6 on Pac-12 Network. That's the big game. Looking forward to today. I like the Cougs playing in the afternoon on Saturdays. I like watching them at like 2 on Saturday. Now we got to wait till 6. Okay. And then, what about the Zags? Zags. They play... um, Ooh, a big game. They host St. Mary's. 7.30. Espen. ESPN. ESPN Analytics. Matchup predictor gives Gonzaga 69.4% chance to win. Yeah, the Zags are kind of surging right now. They're 16 and 5, 7 and 1 in conference. So they should still make the tournament somehow. Um. Let's just look at their last games. So they had win, win, uh, one, two, three, four, five. They've won five in a row since they lost to Santa Clara on Steve Nash night. I remember falling asleep to that game. And uh, that was January 11th. I'm surprised that was that long ago. Wow. All right. So, go Zags tonight, Tay. We'll talk about Zag in a minute here. I don't think I'll go as long today. Dude, I've been pumping out so much content. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention another thing about Twitter I realized. So... If you just look at it from a number standpoint, I have 1,511 followers on Facebook and I had 180 on Twitter. Even though it was fastly growing, like I said, but still though. I had, wait, so let's just do the math right there. Um, 1511. Divided by 180. Yeah, over eight times more followers on Facebook. So, what I'm saying is, I was allocating too much of my time and energy to Twitter. And I should be doing more so to Facebook. Since that audience is over eight times bigger. And, um, yeah. I was like, wait, I need to do the math. Like, I'm spending, yeah, I'm spending a lot of time on Twitter. So, um, as you can tell, just from listening to Arnie Pod, because I was constantly talking about it. I mean, it's kind of fun, but it's just because it's like addicting. Because it's like a little slot machine. It's like, ooh, I hit a few more notifications. 
my little bell has been rung. But so yeah, I think it's going to be good for me. I think I'll be going on my phone less. And then I'll be more productive when I do go on my phone. Like yeah, doing things like writing blog posts, Facebook reels. Check those out every day. Yes, sir. We on the reels. So, let's see. After this, the Zags host Portland. That is on the 7th. And that's a 99% chance to win for the Zags from Matchup Predictor. So that one should be a drubbing. But they got to stay focused tonight. It's a huge game. So, swag bucks for today. Do you have a bird feeder in your yard or garden? I'm going to say no, and I don't intend to get one. I never really thought about feeding birds. Lots of animal talk already. (laughs) Today on Arnie Pond. agree with me. The number one choice. It's a three-way tie for second place. Yes, I have multiple bird feeders. Yes, I have one bird feeder. I used to have one, but not anymore. Last place, 12%. No, but I'm planning on getting one. On my to-do list, get a bird feeder. (laughs) I've been looking on Etsy and Pinterest, trying to see which ones I like. I could get one with a sports theme. Get a Seahawks bird feeder. Mariners. I'm trying to think, what's my favorite logo? I think the Coogs logo is my favorite. Uh, Wazoo Coogs. Of the teams I support, I mean, I like the Seahawks colors. Like, I like the neon green for sure. But the Cougs logo is is the coolest. We have a very cool logo. If you haven't seen it. It's actually, if you look at it closely, it's a W, S, and U all kind of meshed together. To make a uh, cougar face. Roaring. So there you go. The Gonzaga logo is kind of generic. Bulldog. Um, So there you go. Dude, we went marathon yesterday. Oh, we got lots of games from last night. NBA games. Do I do all these? (laughs) Clippers... Beat the Pistons 136 to 125. Kawhi Leonard, we'll talk about him soon. Hall of Fame or not. 33 points, 12 for 17. Jaden Ivey, 28 points, 11 for 18. 
Mason Plumley, nine boards, three offensive. Jalen Duran, 13 boards, two offensive. Russell Westbrook, nine assists, two turnovers. Cade Cunningham, 11 assists, four turnovers. I just won't dilly dally as much today. I'm just, I'm not even planning on going the full hour today. It's 7.32 a.m. So we'll see what happens. I just feel like now that I consider it, I'm like, I've been pumping out a lot of content of like specifically Arnie Pod content. Just since, even just since the beginning of the calendar year. 19,122 in attendance at Little Caesars Arena. <laughs> Little Caesars Pizza. Not the best pizza, really. Kind of cheap. It's actually been years since I ate it. I bet it's not that bad. It's probably, it's one of the best cheap pizza. Like, fresh and cheap. Quick and ready. Uh, the season series, one nothing. Clippers, the second and final game, February 10th. Wow, coming up a week from today at LA. Then you have the Heat over the Wizards, 110 to 102. Jimmy Butler in his awesome emo photo, 24 points, 7 for 10. Corey Kispert goes eggs, 26 points, 10 for 18. Bam Adebayo, 14 boards, 2 offensive. Daniel Gafford, 14 boards, 4 offensive. Terry Rozier, 5 assists, 0 turnovers. Jordan Poole, 10 assists, 1 turnover. We have 18,308 in attendance at Capital One Arena in D.C. That season series, 2-0 Heat. They played 2 more games. Uh, game three, March 10th in Miami. Game four, March 31st in D.C. Then we have the Hawks beat the Suns. Uh, that's surprising. 129 to 120. KD, Kevin Durant, 35 points, 14 for 24. Trey Young, 32 points, 12 for 17. Joseph Nurkic, 9 boards, 1 offensive. Clint Capella, 10 boards, 6 offensive. One of the best rebounders in the league. 10th place with 10.5 rebounds per game. Bradley Beal, 10 assists, 4 turnovers. Trey Young, 15 assists, 7 turnovers. And I just want to mention before I forget that I watched a little bit of the um, second half of the Warriors Grizz. I watched most of that and found out. Remember, we were talking about Jacob Gilliard, five foot eight point guard for the Grizz. He had a huge game yesterday. He is the he played five years in college at Richmond. He is the all time leading steals getter in Division One. I, I want to give that shout out. 16,536 in attendance at State Farm Arena. That season series, one nothing Hawks. The second and final game, March 21st in Phoenix. And then we have the Kings beat the Pacers, 
133 to 122. And um, Sabonis broke Oscar Robertson's single season franchise record, which hits with his 30th consecutive double double. What? Dude, that is crazy. Sabonis, he had 26 points, 9 for 14. Benedict Matherin, 31 points, 10 for 14. Sabonis had 11 boards, 3 offensive. Isaiah Jackson, 8 boards, 2 offensive. And Sabonis, 7 assists, 4 turnovers. TJ McConnell, 7 assists, 1 turnover. There were 17,274 in attendance at Gainbridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. Speaking of Indianapolis, I also saw the end of Butler knocking off Creighton at Creighton, which was a huge resume win for them for the tournament. This season series will remain tied at one game um, a piece and yes I got that cotton mouth right now yes <laughs> mm. Mm. oh my mm. oh yeah 135 to 106 the Space City Houston Rockets knocked off the Raptors Scotty Barnes, 28 points, 10 for 17. Cam Whitmore, 25 points, 10 for 17. Let's look at to a spotlight on Cam Whitmore, a rookie out of Villanova, 19 years old. Remember yesterday we were talking about NBA players under 20. There is one. He'll be 20. July 8th, 6 foot 7, 230, 11.8 points per game, solid for a rookie, 3.8 rebounds, 0.4 assists, 49.1% from the field, 25 games played, one game started, 16.7 minutes per game. Dude, that's crazy. He has... Um, 11.8 points per game in 16.7 minutes. That is a very impressive ratio for a rookie, especially. And also, um, 39.8% from three, 4.1 three-pointers attempted per game. And, um... Was that his career high? I'm looking. Yeah. That was his career high yesterday. With 25 points. Um, He had 24 points previously. January 26th. At the Charlotte Hornets. Alrighty. Um, Yeah, 25 points in 21 minutes. He's pretty efficient. So there you go. Now we can write down, we talked about Cam Whitmore. 
25 points, 10 for 17. Scotty Barnes, 7 boards, 3 offensive. Alperin Shengun, 13 boards, 1 offensive. Emmanuel Quickly, 6 assists, 0 turnovers. Alperin Shengun, 8 assists, 2 turnovers. There were 18,055 people in attendance at Toyota Center in Houston, Space City. That season series is one nothing Rockets. Second and final game will be played in the Great White North. Is that what they call it? It sounds kind of weird when I say it. <laughs> I'm like, it sounds kind of racist when I say it. Let's see. I mean, I think they're referring to the snow, right? Great White North. Why is Canada nicknamed the Great White North? <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm not just making it up. Great White North is also a sketch show hosted by Bob and Doug McKenzie, fictional Canadian brothers. Introduced on SCTV. I've heard of that. Second City TV. Yes, yes. Um, John Candy, Robin Duke, Joe Flaherty, Eugene Levy, Andrea Martin, Rick Moranis, Catherine O'Hara, Harold Ramis, talked about him yesterday, Tony Rosato, Martin Short, Dave Thomas. It's crazy how many celebrities are Canadian. Considering Canada has like less people than California. But an astonishing percentage of famous actors are Canadian. Um, and there's also a best-selling comedy album, The Great White North, in 1981. And then the feature film, Strange Brew. I've heard that one, too. 1983. Rick Moranis, Dave Thomas, directors. So, $4 million budget, eight and a half box office. Twas a success. Um, wait, so, oh, Bob is played by Rick Moranis. Doug is played by Dave Thomas. There you go. So now I can write down, um, I'll just write down SCTV and Great White North. Alrighty. There we go. Um, let's see what's on Espen.com right now. Wow. Connor McDavid won one million dollars. One million dollars. In a revamped NHL All-Star Skills Challenge. Dude, that's a pretty good reward for a NHL All-Star event. Um, 
Juju Watkins, a uh, women's college basketball player for USC, had 51 points as they knocked off Stanford. Dude, number four, Stanford. Um, on their home floor, on at Stanford. So, second most points in a Pac-12 game behind Kelsey Plum's 57 versus Utah in 2017. We also talked about Kelsey Plum last couple days. Oh, Carl Weathers passed away um, at 76. And former NFL linebacker. Wait, I should just do Carl Weathers right now. Instead of what I was going to do, let me just be more current, like I say. Uh, He passed away, it says February 1st, but I think the news came out yesterday. So what about his stats? Because he played for the Raiders. Yep, there you go. Okay, I'm doing Carl Weathers. Let's just... We don't have to do all the NBA games today, necessarily. Um, San Diego State. January 14th, 1948, was born in New Orleans, Louisiana. War number 49. Played in eight games. Average value, two. And 1970, 1971. Wow, he has like no stats. <laughs> Dude, his box score. You should look at this on um, profootballreference.com. Uh, Carl Weathers. He went to Long Beach Polytechnic in Long Beach, uh, Southern California. LA area, but dude, his box, um, his stats uh, is hilarious. I've never seen a like stats box so tiny. It literally has like three columns. He played seven games in 1970 for the Oakland Raiders, linebacker, war number 49, like I said, zero games started in his career. And his average value was two in 1970. And then he played one game in 1971. Average value, zero. And that's the career. At least for uh, the NFL. But now we have to do... This is kind of a shout out to the old... A Star is Born episodes. You know? We used to go through the IMDb page. Let's see. Should I finish the basketball? <laughs> now I'm like, nah, you don't really have to. It's all good. There's a lot of basketball games today. Um, dude, sometimes I'm so indecisive even on the podcast. I'm like, I might as well just finish it, dude. Whatever. It's 7.48 a.m. on a Saturday. 
I'm not in a hurry. I mean, I said I was not going to go the full hour today, but let's see. So, season series, Rockets lead one nothing. They play second final game, February 9th, like I said, in Toronto. That's when I got off track there. There's not too many games left here. Warriors beat the Grizz 121-101. to Jonathan Kaminga, I believe he has eight straight games over 20 points. He's crushing it. 29 points, 11 for 15 from the field. Jaron Jackson Jr., 27 points, 8 for 21. Draymond Green, 12 boards, 2 offensive. Make sure to check out that episode of Arnie Pod. John Conchar, 12 boards, 4 offensive. Brandon Pajemski, just crushing it as a rookie. He's a rookie of the year candidate. 14 assists, 0 turnovers. Amazing ratio. Jacob Gilliard, who we were talking about earlier, 5 assists, 1 turnover. We got to see what did Gilliard. He finished 5 for 9 from the field, 5 for 9 from 3. 32 minutes, 16 points. Chef Curry, 6 for 16 from the field, 4 for 9 from 3. 20 points, 6 assists, 6 rebounds. Dude, Pajemski coming off the bench, playing 34 minutes, 12 points, 14 assists, 7 boards, 5 for 8 from the field. Dude. Um, so, then we have, let's say... 17,794 in attendance at FedEx Forum in Memphis. Season series tied one game apiece. Third and final game, March 20th on ESPN in the Bay Area. The Magic beat the T-Wolves. Wow, that's another surprising one. 108 to 106. Paolo Banchero, 23 points, 10 for 20. Rudy Gobert, 22 points, 6 for 7. Efficient. Wendell Carter Jr., 12 boards, 3 offensive. Rudy Gobert, 16 boards, 3 offensive. Paolo Banchero, 6 assists, 3 turnovers. Mike Conley, uh, make sure you listen to his episode of Arnie Pod. 9 assists, 1 turnover. 18,024 people in attendance at Target Center. In Minneapolis, season series, one game apiece, it will remain at. And as I said, an easy one to predict, the OKC Thunder crushed the Hornets 126-106. to Brandon Miller, 28 points, 11 for 19. SGA, 31 points, 11 for 15. Nick Richards, 11 boards, 3 offensive. Jalen Williams, 8 boards, 1 offensive. Brandon Miller, 4 assists, leading the team, 2 turnovers. SGA, 9 assists, 3 turnovers. And 17,552 in attendance at Paycom Center in OKC. 
that season series, OKC leads one to nothing. Second and final game to be played in Charlotte, uh, April 7th. And, okay. Then, two more games. The Pelicans beat the Spurs 114 to 113. Um, Zion had a winning layup over Wimbignana and two other defenders with 3.8 seconds left. Wow. So Zion, 33 points, 12 for 21. Devin Vassell. Do I still need to figure out if it's Vassell or Vassell? I know I've heard it from announcers watching a Spurs game before, but it's hard to remember. I just need to know if it's like Sam Cassell. That's how I remember. I think it's Vassell, actually. Devin Vassell? Vassell sounds better. 28 points, 11 for 21. Jonas Valensunas. Jonas Brothers. Nine boards, three offensive. Jeremy Sochan, 16 boards, seven offensive. Brandon Ingram, six assists, two turnovers. Trey Jones, talked about him recently, seven assists, four turnovers. And we have 17,207 in attendance at Frost Bank Center in San Antonio. We just talked about Jack Frost and Robert Frost in the last two episodes. (laughs) Now we're talking about Frost Bank Center. Season series led by New Orleans, three to nothing. Fourth and final game to be played in New Orleans, April 5th. And let's do the final game here. A game I also watched most of the second half of. The Nuggets beat the Blazers 120-108. to Scoot Henderson, 30 points, 8 for 15. Nikola Djokic, 27 points, 11 for 16. Malcolm Brogdon, 8 boards, 3 offensive. Nikola Djokic... 22 boards, 7 offensive. Malcolm Brogdon, 6 assists, 0 turnovers. And then we got the Joker, 12 assists, 4 turnovers. So he had his 15th triple-double of the season. He also had a sick volleyball tip pass to one of his teammates. Kind of like a one-timer pass. Um, he just slapped it to the dude who took the lay-in. So that's Joker. Always with the uh, creativity. It's, it's a beautiful game. 19,622 in attendance at Ball Arena in Denver. That season series is one nothing Nuggets. They play three more games. On they play February fourth. They play tomorrow in Denver, again. That's funny, dude. Two games in a row, in the same arena, versus the same team. And then the third game, uh, February twenty third, and uh, the last two games are in Portland, both March twenty third. Both at Moda Center in Portland.
And then, let me quickly tell you today's games. We got the Nets, 19 and 28, at Sixers, 30 and 17. Warriors, play back-to-back, 21 and 24, at Hawks, 21 and 27. Then we got Kings, 28 and 19, at Bulls, 23 and 26. Lakers, 25 and 25, at Knicks, 32 and 17. Wow, Knicks got a good record. That's the evening game on ABC, 5.30 specific standard time, local for me, West Coast, Best Coast. Then we got Bucks, 32 and 16, at Mavs, 26 and 22. And the final game, Cavs, 30 and 16, at Spurs, at Frost Bank, at Jack Frost Bank Arena. Or Robert Frost Bank Arena. And then um, Spurs are 10 and 39. All right, so there you go. There's your NBA report. And let's see. Wow. Um, Carl Weathers, he started his college football career in 1966 at Long Beach City College, where he did not play in 1966 due to an ankle injury suffered when he tripped over a curb surrounding the running track while warming up for practice with another linebacker. Maybe he was sabotaged by that other linebacker. He pushed him. (laughs) It was, I'm calling, because I've been watching so much Traders. I'm like, perhaps the other linebacker is a traitor. Mm. <laughs> All right. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> well, <coughs> I made myself. Do you see, that's why I've been getting to sleep. I'm just trying to recover, dude. Mm. All right. Maybe I will go the full hour. We'll see. Let me pull up his uh, IMDb. I looked up his stats. It'd be funny if his movies came up. His movie stats. From IMDb.com. Alright, so this is what we used to do all the time on the podcast. We would just pick someone and then go through all their stuff. Uh, 1973 Magnum Force. He was the demonstrator, uncredited. Also directed 17 things. I'll tell you what he directed. Renegade TV show, 1995, one episode. Silk Stockings. Now, I'm not necessarily going to click on all of these and read about them. Uh, TV show, eight episodes from 93 to 97, he directed. <clears throat> Pensacola Wings of Gold. 
directed two episodes, 99 to 2000 TV show. Strong Madison TV show, one episode he directed in 01. 18 Wheels of Justice directed three episodes from 2000 to 01. Sheena, he directed five episodes from 01 to 02. Uh, For the People, directed one episode, 02. ABC TTV Micro Miniseries, he directed the episode Not Now, Kitty, in 04. Always Night, TV miniseries, directed one episode, 2013. Danny in the Deep Blue Sea, full of cows. <laughs> no, I, I, that was just me doing that last part. Um, it's just the Deep Blue Sea. Director, 2017 video, A Burger and a Bullet, a short he directed in 2018. Hawaii Five O. He directed one episode in 2019. The Last OG. He directed two episodes in 2021. Law and Order. He directed one episode in 2022. FBI. He directed one episode in 2022. Chicago Med. Directed two episodes 2021 to 23. And The Mandalorian. Directed two episodes 2020 to 23. So then, back to his acting. 1975, he was in one episode of Good Times. He played Calvin. Uh, Good Times aired from 1974 to 79. And a poor family makes the best of things in the Chicago housing projects. 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb. I've heard this is a classic, though. Um, Jimmy J.J. Walker was James J.J. Evans Jr. in this one. Janet Bois was Willona Woods. Ralph Carter was Michael Evans. Bernadette Stannis was Thelma Evans. Esther Roll was Florida Evans. It's a great name. A pretty name. My name is Florida. John Amos was James Evans Sr. And Johnny Brown was Nathan Bookman. All right. So there you go. It has won one award and seven nominations. It's, uh, which one did it win? Um, oh, there it says. 2006 winner of the Impact Award. Ralph Carter, Bernadette Stannis, Jimmy J.J. Walker, John Amos, and Jeanette Dubois. Was also nominated for three Golden Globes. 1976, Best Supporting Actor, Jimmy J.J. Walker. Best TV Actress, 1975, Esther Roll, playing Florida. In 1975, Best Supporting Actor, nominee, Jimmy J.J. Walker. All right, there you go. 
Now let's go all the way back here. Um, where are we? <clears throat> he played Bad Sam in Kung Fu. TV show, one episode, 1975. Let's click on that one. It aired 72 to 75, one-hour episodes. The Adventures of Shaolin Monk Kwai Chang Kane as he wanders the American West armed only with his skill in Kung Fu. Played by David Carradine. That's right, dude. 7.6 out of 10 stars on IMDb. That's where I've heard... Uh, I've heard Adam Carolla talk at length about that show. Dude, it's so funny, though, when he talks about it. Because he's like... He's like... David Carradine would just be, like, sitting at a bar. Just, like, chilling. And then... Someone does the littlest thing and he just does like a ton of kung fu moves on them. <laughs> uh, Adam Corolla tells it funny. You gotta listen to him talk about kung fu. Then we have Bucktown, the first movie. No, Magnum Force was a movie. What was Magnum Force? Two hours and four minutes, rated R. Inspector Dirty Harry Callahan pursues a conspiracy of vigilante cops who are not above going beyond the law to kill San Francisco's undesirables. 7.2 out of 10 stars. All right. And then we have... <clears throat> no, Okay. So Bucktown, he played Hambone, 1975, Hour 34, Rated R. After being hassled by the man in a southern town, a cool operator asks some violent friends for help. After all, if you can't trust another brother, who can you trust? 6.1 out of 10. Okay. And then we have the four deuces. Um, taxi Cab Driver, 1975, um, Hour 27, Rate R. The film centers around gangland boss Vic Morano, who presides over a mixed pack of cards with the Trumps being the four deuces, Chip Morano, Mickey Navarro, Ben Arlen, and Smokey Ross, who are played by Jack Palance is... Vic Morano, the boss. And then you got Carol Lindley is Wendy Rittenhouse. Warren Berlinger is Chico Hamilton. And Adam Rorick is Russ Timmons. And Gianni Russo is Chip Morano. Alrighty. And then we have SWAT. TV show from 1975, one episode, played Ed. That's funny. There's currently a TV show called SWAT. This one aired 75 to 76, TV 14, 50 minutes. 
the missions of a major city's police department's special weapons and tactics unit. 6.7 out of 10. All right. It keeps just resetting the page whenever I click into it. So I might not click on all of these. I'll click on this one, though. The $6 million man. One episode, 1975, Stolar, TV show, aired 74 to 78, TV 14, one-hour episodes. After a severely injured test pilot is rebuilt with nuclear-powered bionic limbs and implants, he serves as an intelligence agent. Action, crime, drama, 7.1 out of 10. That's another one I hear... Adam Carolla talking about Adam Carolla is probably a pretty big Carl Weathers fan I would think then we have Canon TV show 1975 Dan Holloway one episode let's see what this one is uh, one hour episodes TVPG aired 71 to 76 action crime drama Frank Cannon, a husky ex-cop and culinary enthusiast, solves tough cases as a private investigator. 6.8 out of 10. Culinary enthusiast is another way of saying a big dude. <laughs> um, Switch, TV show, 1975. Lieutenant Gifford, one episode. This one aired 75 to 78. And 90-minute episodes? What? Action, crime, drama. Ex-cop Frank McBride and ex-con Pete Ryan start their own detective agency. And, oh, mom never texted me back yet. I asked if we're walking Gonzaga today. That's why I was gonna do a zag today. Because I was thinking Gonzaga. Then I'm like, I should... Talk about Carl Weathers. This one's 7.2 out of 10. All right. Let's just roll through some now. Then we got... Actually, I like looking at the old TV shows. We got Bronk, TV show, 1975. Plays Clyde, one episode. One-hour episodes, aired 75 to 76. Crime, drama. Tough but incorruptible police detective... Alex Bronkov is tasked by Mayor Pete Santori with cleaning up crime-ridden Ocean City, California. 6.8 out of 10. So that's like one of those fictional towns based on a real place. <laughs> Probably. I mean, it's talking like current-day L.A. But I wonder if L.A wasn't too bad back in the 70s though who knows um <clears throat> who knows it was over a decade before i was born i'd have to look up the uh i'm guessing la is i it seems like there would be definitely <clears throat> certainly there's more homeless people there present day than there were in the 70s but in terms of like crime I wonder if it may have been more dangerous in the 70s. All right. 
Friday Foster. It's a movie from 1975. Plays Yarbrough. Let's look at this one. And then we'll start rolling through them. Then. This is 90 minutes. Rated R. Action. At Los Angeles Airport. Magazine photographer Friday Foster. Witnesses an assassination attempt. Against billionaire Blake Tarr and is drawn into a murky political conspiracy. Six stars out of ten. Alright. It's a fun name for a movie. And then let's just look at this TV. <laughs> McLeod TV show played Delaney, one episode, 1976. And this one aired from 70 to 77. TV PG. Two-hour episodes? Action, crime, drama. A New Mexico deputy marshal gets assigned to Manhattan's 27th precinct. 6.9 out of 10. And hilarity ensues. Classic fish-out-of-water story. Small fish in a big pond. Another teach a man to fish. Uh, help him for a lifetime, give a man a fish, you know, you don't help him as much. <clears throat> there you go. Three fish metaphors. Fish. A good jam band. <laughs> fish heads. Wasn't that a... Oh, what was that from? Was that from Spongebob? Fish heads. What was that? It was like a fish head song. I remember growing up. Fish heads song. Yes. There you go. Exactly, dude. Fish heads. A novelty song by comedy rock duo Barnes and Barnes. I was going to say Barnes and Noble. Um, fish heads. Wasn't it like fish heads, fish heads? <laughs> Is that how it went? <clears throat> um, it was released in 1978. Uh, later featured on their 1980 album, Vu Baha. It is the most requested song on the Dr. Demento radio show. And a music video for the song was made in 1980. It was in regular rotation on MTV. Dude, that's funny that I'm remembering... Um, the song, because it's from 1978. The lyrics are an absurdist celebration of fish heads, describing them in the high-pitched chorus as roly-poly, delicious to eat. <laughs> the verses describe various things they mostly cannot do, such as play baseball, wear sweaters, play the drums, and drink cappuccino in Italian restaurants with Oriental women. <laughs> Okay, that's another outdated term. Um, actor Bill Paxton, uh, the late great, a filmmaker at the time, directed and appeared in the music video for the song, along with cinematographer Rocky Shank and Robert Hamer's girlfriend at the time, Joan Farber, who designed the costume look. The video aired on Saturday Night Live on December 6th, 1980, and the following week um, as well. 
Dr. Demento had a cameo as the bum. Oh, this might be where I know it from. The song is featured in the Simpsons episode uh, Treehouse of Horror 7, October 27th, 1996. Um, Alan Arkin sings the song in the 1993 movie Indian Summer. The 2017 TV episode Goodwill of Halt and Catch Fire, Joe and Haley listen to the song while driving in Joe's car. Dude, I probably know it from The Simpsons because I definitely have seen that Trias of Horror from 1996. All right, now we can start. We're over an hour. Let's start rolling through these. Uh, we got... Where are we? Um, most Wanted TV show, Holt, one episode, 1976. He plays Apollo in Rocky, movie from 1976. Make sure you listen to the Movie Companion episode of Arnie Pod I did for Rocky, as well as Superbad and Scream. I did three in a row. I believe it was October of 2019. So just go back to that autumn season there. Starsky and Hutch, TV show, 1976, Al Martin for one episode. Barnaby Jones, TV show, 1976, Jack Hopper, one episode. Serpico, TV show, 1976, plays Snake, one episode. Del Vecchio, TV show, 1977, Sergeant Bell, one episode. The Streets of San Francisco, TV show, 1977, Officer Haig, one episode. Tales of the Unexpected, TV show 1977, Dalby, one episode. The Hostage Heart, TV movie 1977, Bateman Hooks. Man, he was busy working in the 70s. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. He was Military Police, movie from 1977. Dude, I've, me and Dad visited Devil's Tower, which they used for filming in that movie. Definitely check out Devil's Tower if you're driving through Wyoming. Not too far off I-90. Semi-tough movie from 1977. Dreamer Tatum plays. The Bermuda Depths TV movie 1978 plays Eric. Force 10 from Navarone 1978 movie plays Weaver. Rocky 2 plays Apollo Creed 1979. Death Hunt plays Sundog, 1981 movie. Rocky Three plays Apollo Creed, 1982. Breaker, TV movie from 1985, plays Lieutenant Harry Breaker. Rocky Four plays Apollo Creed, 1985. James Brown, Living in America, 1985 music video, plays Apollo Creed. The Defiant Ones TV movie from 1986 plays Cullen Monroe. Fortune Dane TV show 1986. Six episodes plays Fortune Dane. Predator movie 1987 plays Dylan. That's another classic one that I gotta watch, dude. Let's look at Predator. Um, Predator. 1987 movie. I'll write down I talk about that. 
hour 47 raid R action adventure horror uh, a team of commandos on a mission in a Central American jungle find themselves hunted by an extraterrestrial warrior warriors that's another 80s movie I gotta watch Lost Boys um, Arnold Schwarzenegger the Arnold is the star of this one plays Dutch this was directed by John McTurnan uh, writers Jim Thomas and John Thomas Carl Weathers is second billed as Dylan Kevin Peter Hall plays the Predator. Elpedia Carrillo plays Anna. Bill Duke plays Mac. Jesse Ventura, the body, plays Bane or Blaine. <laughs> I was thinking about Batman. Um, me and Mom, we were talking Christopher Nolan movies yesterday. Cause uh, Oppenheimer is about to show up on Peacock. So then mom was like, we should watch Oppenheimer. Since we watched Barbie, those are kind of like tied together, those movies. If it bleeds, we can kill it. That's the tagline for this movie. That's a great tagline. Um, wow. What's a goof? Here, here's a goof in the movie. Whoops. I just want that one goof. Where was I? Um, there are a lot of common houseplants in the jungle, some still in their black plastic pots. Near the end, for example, when they start to go f- to the chopper. That's hilarious. Come on, uh, botany department. <laughs> uh, come on, scenery. I guess it would be like, Set design. Like, that's their focus. Uh, Throughout the film, the team use items such as a grappling hook and claymore mines. Yet, they are very visibly never carrying these items in scenes where they are not required. When Dutch is being pursued by the predator and is sliding down the hill that leads to the cliffs... There is a rocky and dry riverbank extending at least 50 or more feet from the cliff base to include a tree between where Dutch would land and the river. In the next shot, Dutch falls into the into a deep body of water with no riverbank at the cliff's base. Um, during the terrorist camp attack, a man with a mustache, red bandana on his neck, and a hat is seen shooting down at Mac, who promptly hides behind some rock and tells Blaine to help and kill him for him. Blaine fires ahead, and the man is then seen being shot dead, falling down and smashing through a roof next to Hawkins and Poncho. Next, some more terrorists are seen to pop up to start shooting. One of them being the same man with the mustache, red bandana around the neck, and a hat who was seen being killed just seconds earlier. Right after Dutch gives the plan for attacking the rebel camp, Blaine and Mac walk off screen to the left. Blaine is carrying the mini gun ready to use it. In the next shot, 
the minigun is shouldered and his M16 is being carried. Dude, these people are real good sticklers. <laughs> um, all right. Come on now. Get me on back. Dude, it's like I'm... It's like they stranded me. Here, I'll just pause it here for a sec. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the internet was being slow. So I was like, let me just pop on my, pop off the Wi-Fi for a second. And then I'll pop it back on. Now that I'm back on Carl Weathers' IMDb page. That was a good little predator chat right there. Action Jackson, 1988 movie. He plays Action Jackson. The Pointer Sisters, he turned, period, 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 music video. He plays Action Jackson, 1988. Dangerous Passion, TV movie, 1990. He plays Kyle Western. Oh, that's a great name. Um, Tour of Duty, Nine episodes, TV show, 1989 to 90, plays Colonel Brewster. Hurricane Smith, 1992 movie, plays Billy Hurricane Smith. He gets all the cool names. Street Justice, 44 episodes, TV show, from 91 to 93, plays Adam Boudreaux. OP Center TV miniseries, 1995, plays General Mike Rogers. In the Heat of the Night TV show, 28 episodes from 93 to 95, plays Chief Hampton Forbes slash Inspector Hampton Forbes. Happy Gilmore. Make sure to listen to the film flip I did on Happy Gilmore from... I believe it's October 2020. So, also listen to me talk about Adam Sandler for, during most of the Arnie Pod episodes from the last half year. <laughs> Starting in July, me and Ma started watching Adam Sandler movies back in July, and we haven't really stopped. We did slow down quite a bit, though. We've only watched a few in the last few months. But we did watch the Barbie movie as well. Mm. Here we go. Mm. Dude, listen to the birds right now. I got my window open. Can you hear them? Hear them? They're loud. Dude, the birds are out, dude. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, can you hear that? I'm guessing we might not be going to walk on Zega this morning. I'm guessing I would have heard back about that by now. So, yep, Happy Gilmore. He plays Chubbs, 1996 movie. 
Assault on Devil's Island TV movie, 1997, plays Roy Brown. Dude, the birds are so loud, dude. Listen to them. There they go. I feel like I'm in that aviary at the zoo, at the Woodland Park Zoo. Shout out Seattle. They got a real good bird room at that place. All right. So Roy Brown, 1997 TV movie, Assault on Devil's Island. Assault on Death Mountain, TV movie, 1999, plays Roy Brown. Elevator Seeking, a video from 1999, plays William. Elevator Music. Uh, Little Nicky, another Adam Sandler movie from 2000, plays Chubbs. Eight Crazy Nights, another Adam Sandler movie from 02, plays GNC Guy, the voice of. Because it's a cartoon. Uh, the Sweet Spot is a short from 03. Plays Fancy Cop. Balto 3 Wings of Change is a video from 04. He's the voice of Kirby. Um, I don't think it's... It's not Kirby from Super Smash Bros. Dude, Super Smash Bros. though Might be the most fun of the uh, Nintendo games. Mercenaries, Playground of, what's to say, Destruction. I had to zoom in on the cover. It's a video game from 05. Colonel Samuel Garrett, the voice of. Alien Siege, TV movie 05. General Skyler, the Sasquatch Gang, 06 movie, Dr. Artemis Snodgrass. The Shield, TV show, two episodes, 03 to 07, Joe Clark. Um, the Comebacks. Dude, I think Burt Kreischer was in an episode of The Shield, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see, though. Burt Kreischer, uh, The Shield. Because <laughs> I've heard him talk about it. Yep, there you go. TheShield.Fandom.com He has his own little profile. Um, he played Alfred during season three of The Shield. Um, that's hilarious. I feel like he tells really funny stories about it. It's funny because you don't really look at Bert Dude, I still have to see his movie, The Machine. I still got to watch that. Because I was going to say, he doesn't really seem like an actor. But he obviously is one, though. I don't know. Just with, like, podcasters, it makes you think that they're, like, super real. So you're like, this couldn't be an actor. But it's like, yeah, dude, of course they're, they're actors, dude. The podcast is all an act. <laughs> Coming from a person who podcasts. I mean, I'm not saying it's all an act, but I'm saying, like, I don't know. Like, it's, there's some level of, like, it's not reality, you know. But, um, 
Like, I mean, with Arnipod, I try to be pretty real, though. Talk about my life and things I enjoy. So Carl Weathers was Joe Clark in The Shield. See, now I'll talk, I'll say I talked about, um, Burt Kreischer in The Shield. Dude, mom text. Dude, that's the thing about reading. You always have to tell people you finished your book. Mom just texted me. I asked if we're going to walk Gonzaga. And she texted me back. I finished my book. But then she said, sure. But So that means I should fly through this. So I can hop in the shower. But <laughs> it's like, why did... Wait, why did you tell me you finished your book? Dude? That's the thing about... People that, who read books all the time, dude. I read sometimes. I like reading magazines. I like reading, like, articles, too. Like, I'm not as much of a book reader as I used to be. I'm working on David Sedaris's uh, book of his um, old journals right now. But, but, yeah, like, Sports Illustrated is not really as good as it used to be, though. Uh, <coughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'll read like ESPN articles online, like that kind of stuff. Or I'm always reading on Arnie Pod as well. Dude, Arnie Pod is kind of my like, you know, like dodgeball, White Goodman. I like to break a mental sweat as well. Like, <coughs> dang, Arnie Pod is my way to. Break a mental sweat. Man, I gotta gargle. Alright. Let me just text my mom. Mama. I'm just gonna say let me shower. Let me shower. But first, let me finish Arnie Pod. (laughs) <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so where were we here? The Comebacks 2007 movie plays Freddie Wiseman. <laughs> Foo action TV movie from 08 plays Chief Benjamin Benson. ER TV show 2008 one episode plays Louis Taylor. Brothers TV show 09 13 episodes, plays Coach Trainer. Chatham TV show. I mean, that seems like, seems like he has two different jobs, coach and trainer. <laughs> no, his last name is Trainer. It's Trainer with an O. Uh, Chatham is a TV show from 2010, three episodes. He's the narrator. Psych. Psych. TV show, 2010, one episode. Floyd Boone. Related to Brett Boone and Aaron Boone and Bob Boone. Bob Boone. <laughs> uh, American Warships, a video from 2012. General Hugh McCracken. Sheriff Tom vs. the Zombies, 2013 movie. That sounds fun. Plays President Weathers. Arrested Development TV show, 04 to 2013. Plays uh, Carl Weathers himself for four episodes toy story of terror tv movie combat carl 2013 um 
TV show, regular show, two episodes, 2011 to 13. He plays basketball king, god of basketball, the voice of. Think Like a Man 2, Mr. Davenport, 2014. Shout out Davenport Hotel, Spokane. Just talked about that recently. <laughs> so, many, so many references to things we recently talked about. Uh, Mortal Kombat 10, video game, 2015. Plays Jax, Dylan Skin. Colony, TV show, seven episodes, 2016. Plays Bo, Chicago Fire. TV show, two episodes, 2016 to 17. Mark Jeffries. Chicago PD, TV show, 2016 to 17, four episodes, Mark Jeffries, Chicago Justice, TV show, 13 episodes, 2017, Mark Jeffries. So that's all those shows are interrelated in the same universe. Explosion Jones, TV show, 2017, Duke Firestorm. Dude, like I say, Carl Weathers always gets the cool names. Magnum P.I., TV show, 2018, one episode, Dan Sawyer, Law and Order, SVU, one episode, 2018, SA, Mark Jeffries. God, all these things are the same universe. It's that NBC um, crime or kind of like, uh, what do they call those? Uh, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um it's not a practical procedurals. That's what they call them. Um, all right, so Defrost. Hey, more Frost. Uh, the Virtual Series 2019 TV short, Dr. Bedford. Star vs. the Forces of Evil, 10 episodes, 2017 to 19. Additional voices, Omnitraxis. Toy Story 4. He's Combat Carl's, 2019. The Artful Escape is a video game from 2021. He's the voice of Lightman. Actors and athletes against something. What are they against? Um, gang violence. That's a good thing to be against. Um, <laughs> it, said, it said actors and athletes against GA, period, period, period. So I was like, oh, I hope it's not gay marriage. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be such a terrible thing for they like make an alliance. They're like, hey man, we're all against this. <laughs> that'd be that would be so terrible. But um yeah, it just said against GA period period period. So I was like, this could be anything right here. So that's a music video. <laughs> Thank God it's not. Uh music video of 2023, Black Bart. And then The Mandalorian, TV show, nine episodes, 2019 to 23. Grief Karga, he plays. And there you go. That was his final, most recent credit. And, yep, looks like Ma got the Wordle in five. So I'll text her back. I'll do love emoji love you know you love the text and then you go wow noise five yeah now i have to go find the five <laughs> um there you go got it noise five champagne pop 
basketball emoji, five block, send it, good job, all right, I already talked about Jacob Gilliard, I made a note to myself to talk about him being the all-time steals leader in D1, and there we go, baby, we did it, um, Here's a quote from Carl Weathers. My first love was acting. I went to Sidney Poitier films as a kid. I sat in the theater and dreamed of being an actor. Trademarks, towering height and muscular frame. What was his height? Um, Sidney Poitier also passed away recently. He was much older, though. Uh, yeah, he was only six foot one. <laughs> Dude, I'm taller. Th- according, I'm towering height. Then I'm like six three. So, uh, yeah, there you go. I guess six foot one is pretty towering for Hollywood, though. Um, let's find another good quote to go out on. Brainy quotes. Brainyquote.com. They always have good quotes from famous people. I love it when they have like, oh, dude, I love going on like Google images and being like doing quote, like inspirational quotes with pictures of beautiful scenery and beautiful nature behind them. I love that kind of stuff. dude. If I'm going to like look at something, I could just look at that for like an hour just like look at the nice serene lake and then it's like you can do it <laughs> dude bring it back to Adam Sandler <laughs> you can do it all right carl weather's quote i majored in theater at san diego state my one eye was on football and my other eye was on hollywood When I start to get that few pounds, which I try to monitor, then I just pull back. So it's really just being conscious. He's talking about not being too fat in Hollywood. (laughs) All right. So there you go, baby. We did it. We did it. We uh, talked about Carl Weathers. That was kind of a throwback for Arnie Pod. That was like an old school episode for all you diehards that go back to 2019 with me. All right, baby. Carl Weathers. Thanks for listening, Brett. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time. I'm going to go hop in the shower and go for a walk. Gonzaga walk. Bye.